Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Plebeians Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Delfino, and joining me, as always, our very own commissioner, Ryan Fitch. Ryan, thanks so much for joining me on the pod today. Great to be here, Nick. Can't believe you just messed up the intro. <laughs> you have not done that in a long time. That was perfect. I didn't, there was no problems with the <laughs> Nick intro. Nick has probably cut the intro, but Nick messed up the intro for the first time, and I'd say probably since season one. Doesn't sound, so. like something I, doesn't sound like something I do. Ryan, I just remember last week when Richard was on, he said that maybe you should try thanking me in the same way yeah, I thank I, you for being on. I'm not going to thank you for being on. All right, that's okay. No worries there. But Ryan is not the only Fitch on the podcast today. That's right. We have last year's champion, Stacy, joining us. Stacy, thank you so much for joining us on the pod. Happy to be here, Nick. Thanks for having me. Of course. We're, you know, it's, it's so great to always have the champion uh, back on the pod. And I want to apologize for last year not giving you uh, the platform to really celebrate your win and so the first thing I want to do is I want to let you do that right now. If you know, uh, obviously you won last year, it was a close game, and you came out on top. So, I mean, is there anything you want to say about your your, your big victory? Well, uh, I wasn't prepared to talk about last year's victory, but um, <laughs> it was great to uh, come out on top. Yeah, I mean, I think it was pretty... I mean, I personally was, you know, it was super exciting. Obviously, it was your first year in our league. You know, clearly you're... You're very seasoned. You're a very seasoned fantasy football player, and I think it really showed last year. And even looking at your team this year, you know, it, it's been kind of tough. But we said last week, and I, I definitely want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, you seem to make a lot of really strong waiver pickups, and I kind of want to know your secret. I mean, maybe you shouldn't tell me, but I'd be super curious to know. Well, look, my draft was terrible. Yes, so, it was. So, um, really don't didn't love my team at the beginning. I really don't love my team now, but um, I hated my draft position and I drafted two running backs. One went down in like week two or three. I forgot which one. And um, I've been marginal since Austin Eckler went down. I I banked some wins at the beginning, but um, towards the middle of the season, really like barely scored 70 points. So I just went nuts on the waiver wire and, and, and came out lucky. And the past two weeks, I've scored over 100. Yeah, I think you've you've kind of reclaimed your positioning, I feel like. I mean, you're at a steady 5-5 five and five right now. You know, it's a, it's a pretty tough season across the board. Like, there's a pretty clear, like, top four definitely making the playoffs. And then you're still in contention as well. I mean, with the 5-5, five, five, I think you're, you're near the top of, of, of that list of, like, who's going to be taking the 5-6 and six spot. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be tough. Um, I would like to make the playoffs, but if I don't make the playoffs, I'm happy to play spoiler because I think I'm in a good position to do that with my team right now. <laughs> That's always tons of fun. I had a little <laughs> bit of last. I had a little bit of that uh, that this week myself with Kevin. Uh, who's your Who are you coming up Who are you coming up against this week? I don't want, I don't want to spoil the matchup preview, but uh, I was playing Eric. Eric. So That's so much spoiler he's potential. He's tough. Yeah. Eric. Yeah, Eric he's, is definitely, he's on a slide too, so you know, he really needs to win. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like, I mean, what what do we think the cutoff is for playoffs now? Like seven wins? Yeah, we're probably looking at seven wins because um, all, the, the six seed, six, seven, and eight right now are all five and five. Eric in the fifth seed is six and four, so I think seven probably gets you there. I don't think all three of these teams, so actually it's not even possible for all three of the five and five teams to go eight and five, so. And how many weeks till the playoffs? Three weeks. Three weeks okay. left. Yeah, and going back to the free agency thing, Mom, you really uh, 
really reworked your entire wide receiver core. Is I, kind of what... I, I did. I mean, they're 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 pretty strong right now. Yeah, I, 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 I like my I like my Jacoby Myers pickup. He's been good. Um, yep. You know, I, I no matter what you say about the uh, Claypool Noah Font trade, I think I came out on top because Font is hurt right now. True. Yeah, Font Font's been hurt yeah. the entire time, pretty much. Um, and 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 and, f- and so our audience knows. You know, Ryan has no shame and really tried to sell his mother, you know, a bag of trash. I, oh, yeah. Ryan loves doing that. That's like Ryan's favorite movie. I try to give her a good wide receiver like Debo Samuel. Oh, please. Who, who just ha- who happened to get hurt, you know? Yeah. Happened to get hurt. And, and then my mom just like <laughs> held my feet over the fire like Claypool or nothing. So I was like, and I really wanted to be Kevin that week. So I just took took the deal. I mean, it sounds Which like your mom. wound up being a, a great trade for me. Yeah, it sounds like, I mean, you know, Ron, I think you, I think you learned your tough negotiating skills from, from your mom in this instance, because it sounds like, you know, she came right back yeah. with a really strong I mean, I didn't, I didn't need Quaypool. Like, he was just, I picked him up before he hit the 36-point week, and then he had another good week, you know, my expert scouting. So, and it was perfect for me. And then the following week, the week I traded him, he got 0.3 points. So, if I had played him that week, he wouldn't have, I might not have beat Kevin, who knows. So... My mission was accomplished that week. I beat Kevin. Well, my mission was accomplished because now he's a strong wide receiver on my team. Yes, true. Yeah. So everyone's and I wouldn't. I'm not even sure if he would crack my lineup. He he might, but it would be a it would be an argument each week. I'd have I'd have to have the conversation with myself. Well, you do have a good team, Ryan. I do. Ryan seems and- very overrated, but I know where it's going to be in the power rankings. I can't wait. Is uh, it Ryan's team who's overrated, or is it Ryan who's overrated? What the? Oh, it could definitely be both. I am not overrated. <laughs> I'm very properly rated as probably the best person in this league. <laughs> Top four scorer every single year. Former champion. Um, you know, my resume speaks for itself. Okay. It's impressive. You know, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, I think Ryan has a lot of inside knowledge, and, uh, you know, I think he uses it very well. I, I have to be honest. I mean, I, I, commend, his, I commend his skill in the game. Uh, yeah. But, you know, this actually kind of brings us on to our, our, our game quite well. Uh, obviously, there is now a Fitch dynasty in our league. You know, uh, yep, both enough. Ryan and yourself have, have won championships. And Ryan is posturing for perhaps another championship win this year. And that would really put the whole family at the top of our league. And so this game has all to do with uh, dynasties, family dynasties. And the name of the game, same name every week, Dynasties Are Forever. And the, the way this game works is you have to pick uh, which family has which dynasty, um, and they're kind of just across the board. It's a bunch of random, a bunch of random things. Okay. All right, excellent. Uh, let's we'll just dive right in. Uh, this first one happens to be football related. Which family has had people playing in the NFL from the 1950s to now? Uh, is it A. Manning, B. Matthews? C. Walton. Uh, I'd also say, I don't think this is necessarily continuously, but it is probably more often than not over the years. And it's football only or all sports? Uh, football. Yeah, this question is just football, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, A. Manning? Are you, lo- are you locking that in? I'm locking that in. Ooh, it's actually B. Matthews. This is, this is a little tricky, I feel like, but um, 
the, the Matthews clan has had five, or sorry, six people play uh, from the 1950s to now with Clay Matthews playing now and then also some other sons playing on the Titans and stuff. I didn't even know that, honestly. Yeah, like... his, his, they're his dad. And then oh. his dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clay Matthews, the youngest one. Yeah. All right. Is Clay Matthews, I think he's the youngest. There's even younger. There's even younger kids, I think, playing. Is Clay Matthews 23? No, you're right. He does have, I think, a brother. Yeah. So, yeah, they have six people. They've had six people playing in the NFL starting in the 1950s and, and going till now. So, yeah, I was also a little surprised by that. Okay, moving on to number two. Uh, this one, we're going to Hollywood a little bit. Uh, which family is an entertainment powerhouse and owners of a California winery which shares their name? Is it A, De Niro, B, Coppola, C, Barrymore? I think I know this one. I think it's B, Coppola. You're correct. It is B, Coppola. I just want to say they have some delicious wines. <laughs> I know my wine. Yeah, I say, well, I'm a big wine drinker, so yeah. I'm surprised. <laughs> I, I didn't. I just didn't think it was gonna be the Barrymore wine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're like. Well, the Barrymore name, like entertainment-wise, is very is very big. So I mean, uh, of course, Drew and the other people. Yeah, you know. I, I wasn't sure. It's one of those things. If you know this answer, I feel like you know it. But if you don't know, it, it would be pretty difficult. But uh, yeah, they're Coppola wines. Very tasty. I do recommend them. Uh, Same. Moving on. Okay, it's like a free free sponsorships here. Come on. <laughs> yeah, against all those paid sponsorships we do have. So, yeah. all right, moving on. Last question here. One for two. Which family dynasty started with the founding of the Standard Oil Company in 1870? Is it A, Rockefeller, B, Getty, C, Drake? This one's definitely very different from the other ones. <laughs> nice history question. <laughs> yeah, it's only a history throwback. Uh, B, Getty. Oh, it was actually A Rockefeller. Oh. But but this one was a little tough because I actually all B and C are both other oil barons from around that same time. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's I all don't know my work. oil tycoons. Yeah, you could have been in a history class in a while. I remember John D. Rockefeller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a fun fact about that. He, his wealth now would be worth four hundred billion dollars, which is still an insane amount of money, unsurprisingly. Uh, but anyway, okay, so that was that was Dynasties Are Forever. Uh, you, you got one out of three right. I would say overall, that's probably more than most people have gotten this season. So I'd say I'd feel pretty good, truthfully. I feel like the games have gotten thank, tough this season. Thank you for not giving me a RAV4 question. <laughs> so Ron wanted really to make the whole game about the RAV4, but yeah. I decided against it. I appreciate that. Uh, you've, you've probably shopped for a RAV4. You've probably looked at the RAV4 before. You, we've owned crossovers. I have never shopped for a RAV4. Really? You didn't even look at it like when you were looking at no. other crossovers? No. Well, I have a great car for you. It's very reliable. Uh, four <laughs> doors, tons of trunk space. You'd be, you'd be amazed about how many soccer balls you could fit in the back of it. But... How many soccer balls? <laughs> <laughs> I forget. The, wait, I can look at the yeah, right here. Uh, yeah. How many? 86. 86 soccer balls. Let me. T that's great. <laughs> That's impressive. It, I'm just saying, it's a good car. Uh, Mom, you would know that if you're listening to the podcast every week. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, that concludes the game. Ryan, why don't you bring us everyone's favorite part of the week? Uh, I mean, not my favorite, but you know, generally speaking, everyone's favorite, the power rankings. 
power rankings. It's actually not my favorite part of the week anymore. I'd say the pick section is my favorite segment that we have. I do like the matchup section. That's probably my favorite now, too. Yeah. Um, so we'll start, you know, at the bottom as we normally do. Not Nick this week, unfortunately. I really, really wanted shot. to keep him there. But down two spots, number 14, Melissa. Um, let's see. What did Melissa do this week? Melissa lost to Richard, put up the second lowest score in the league. Um, she's now one of the lowest points getters in the league. I think she's second. No, she's actually fourth. Fourth in points, but... Or fourth, fourth lowest in points. But she's two and eight. Um, we'll be seeing Melissa in the BCI for sure now. Um, it's a tough week for Melissa. And she didn't play a kicker. Uh, it might have, maybe it would have mattered. Who knows? Um, who was I, the Monday night matchup? Or she had, she would have had to play Sunday night or Monday night, right? Yeah, I don't really think it would have mattered. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Melissa, you're quite not listening to the podcast. And it shows because we told you to pick up a kicker. So It hurts. That hurts. And she didn't play T. Higgins, so you know, you get what you get. That's tough. And that, that, that's just a bad miss. You know, but you can't you can't predict. Bad miss. All right, number thirteen down two spots. Uh Joe. Um, yeah, Joe's team also bad. The third lowest score of the week. Did got nothing from Russell Wilson. So although he got a good performance from Rex Burkhead, it didn't matter, huh? Yeah. The rest of his team was terrible, and he put up a 65 and, and lost to Peter. I gotta be honest, I think the BCI is gonna be very competitive this year. Why would teams like scoring 80 like first one to get to 80 points wins? Like, yeah, it's gonna be really funny, I feel like, because you have a lot the teams who are going there have like, I mean, I'm probably going there too, but a lot of the, a lot of the teams on like the lower, the lo, you know, lower tier are like scoring 60 points a week. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's been, it's been a brutal year for some teams. Um, up one spot, speaking of brutal year, up one spot, despite it, somehow won a matchup, is Almog. <laughs> um, Almog, the lowest point scorer in the league by a good amount. Hasn't Literally cr- lucked out playing the lowest scorer of the earth. So, yep. Wait, that's second yeah, lowest. Yeah. What was his third lowest? No, Austin was the lowest. No, oh, no. Oh, Eric was. Eric, a little bit wow. lower, just by one point. A little bit lower. The West Coast pod not doing great this week. Yeah, tough week for the West Coast. Yeah, they, they both combined. They both scored less than I did. Um, yeah, really tough week for Austin. Uh, lost his quarterback, so he's going to need to play Ryan Tannehill going forward. Well, we're talking about Almog, though. Oh, yeah, we are talking about Almog. Almog's team's terrible. Um, I said we, last, we all picked Austin last week. Um, we said we weren't going to spend much time on Almog. Maybe we should have spent a little bit more time on it. What the hell happened uh, here? Did... Naheem wow. Hines had a good week. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's all you need. I mean, yeah, if you look at Almog's team, there's no one else who did anything. Yeah, that was a good roster decision by Almog to play Naheem Hines instead of Jonathan Taylor or Damian Harris. So, you know, he, he did earn this win. Yeah, no, this is an early for sure. Yeah. But there, yeah, the rest of his team's terrible. Almog, if you're listening, um, good luck in the BCI. Despite being 4 and 6, Almog closer to the playoffs than Nick, who we have in this next spot, up three spots. Nick is somehow in a better, probably in a better position. You're at 11. Seems low, but okay. All right. You want to complain about being 11? <laughs> I'm going to keep complaining no matter where I am, so it's okay. Um, Justin Jefferson came through for you um, on Monday night as we were all sweating it out to watch I wasn't Kevin. Sweating it out at all. I knew I was going to win. Yeah, of course. I mean, he didn't put up nearly the 30 or 50 or 70 or 90 that. Or the 100. Yeah, the 110 that I was expecting, honestly. So yeah, I'm a little left down in that regard, but I feel like overall. Yeah. Um, Chris McCaffrey probably not playing again this week, so that's 
no kind of tough for your trade. Um, so in the trade, in the trade um, power rankings, it was a, it was a down week for you this week, Nick. Yeah, and but we'll not that much. That. I mean, I feel like you know, didn't affect me at all. So I really does. I don't think like it really matters unless it like it actually would have you know adversely affected you. The real the real thing is. Your um, we talked about when you made the, we talked about this on the Chris podcast. Your uh, side players started to step up a little bit. Gibson twenty points, Malcolm Brown eighteen points, Deontay yeah. Johnson twenty points. So if you an eleven from a kicker, you know you like that. So if you get performances like that from these your side players who aren't Christian McCaffrey or Justin Jefferson now, then that you'll continue to win. And Aaron Rodgers, of course. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely a little bummed. I mean, I feel like, you know, I need to win I need to win out, but I don't think I'm going to get with a 6-7 record, so definitely a little bit of a bummer there. But uh, who knows? Anything can happen. Probably, probably not, but yeah, you're right. Anything can happen. Um, but these, Stacey, all these teams. Uh, do, do you have any thoughts on these on these four teams so far? Are you, are you worried about any of them, uh, or do you think they're all going to be really strong contenders in the BCI? Um, I'm, I'm not worried about any of them. Fair enough. Um, yeah, you know, I think Nick, you'll play the spoiler. I, I'm, I'm not sure your brother is paying any attention at all. No, no he's totally um, checked out. Um, Melissa, I don't, I just don't think she's good this year. Yeah, um, tough year. And uh, I think Al Mag has a, a, a tough road to the playoffs. True. Only one, only one game back of the six seed technically, but yeah. a lot of points to make up as well. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the tough thing for Almog is that his point difference, it's it doesn't matter even if he wins out. I think there'll be other teams tied seven to six with him. And then Yeah, he'd have to it. he'd have to make up like hundred fifty points. He'd have to have like three hundred and fifty point games, I think, to probably yeah. be like in serious contention. Or some serious luck where all the other teams go six and seven and he goes seven and six. Yeah, which would be not impossible, but pretty miraculous. Yeah. Um in the same spot he was in last week, Richard coming off a loss. Uh, Came off a win this week. Oh yeah, he did win. That's why I, I was going to move him down, but he won. Yeah, I, Rich, I feel like Richard like kind of like predicted that he wasn't going to do well this week on the pod when when he was on the pod. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he had did, a good fourth. Did he, did he pick Murray. himself though? Didn't he pick himself? Of course, I think we all picked him. Uh, that's fair. We did all pick Happy him. For Richard, um, he deserves a win. He really does, does deserve it. Yeah, he, he did deserve this. You know, he, he's been getting outscored the entire season this week. He got to sit back. Pretty much his team did nothing because Kyler Murray, and he won. <laughs> so. He earned it. Yeah. Good that for feels you, Richard. Good, good for you. That's some luck coming back to to you. It's a little too little too late, though. Um, Number nine, Kevin. Same spot he was in last week. Um, Tough wait, loss for Kevin. Wait, wait, wait. You left Kevin in the same spot? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. All right, Nick. Once you're... Any team under nine or nine to fourteen, your all your Doesn't teams matter. are bad. It's like all time yeah, at that point. It's it's, um, it's we, should, we need to go back to the tier ranking system. Everyone's in everyone's in the tier three bucket. Yeah, like if I was a tier, I'd put like Melissa and Joe and Almog in one tier, and then like you, Nick, or you, Richard and Kevin in the same in a, in a tier. I'll like, yeah, it. It, it doesn't matter. Like, you, yeah. these teams aren't threats. I feel bad but, for this win this week. I really didn't want to win. Yeah, I mean, Nick, you were driving the Kevin to the playoffs bus on the pod, and um, I still am. I still you, am. You derailed it this week single-handedly. I, I, I mean, I had every confidence I was going to win the game, but I didn't. I really didn't want to. It was one of those things like it just was going to happen. Like I just knew, you know. Yeah, and he really needed Philip Philip Lindsay to play better. 
and that he him getting point two points there. He also like I don't know his I guess his flex options just weren't really that great this week with um Tyreek Hill on bye. Yeah, I think I really hit him on it. I I played him on a really bad bye week for him, and I think that really kind of sealed the deal ultimately. Um, didn't get a lot of good performances out of Aaron Jones and stuff. That's kind of low scoring. I mean, it's really tough, and it's a six-point game. There's so many things you could do differently to, to make up six points, probably. And yeah. uh, it's tough. You really hate to see it if you're Kevin, but... Um, I'm really sorry, Kevin. I really didn't want to win. Well, you and Nick are not officially out. It's probably going to be too little too late at this point. Even though your schedule is very easy, so I don't think six and seven is going to get it done. Never know. But we'll see. So, keep you know, keep your, keep your head up. All right, same spot. She was in last week. Number eight, Sydney coming off a loss. Um Sid lost to Nicole this week. Um, good thing Sid didn't listen to us. Played Daniel Jones, who had a pretty good game. Yeah, I mean, and, Sid doesn't listen to the pod. Like, that, that much is okay. It's very clear. But Stefan Diggs and Brandon Ayuk had good weeks. And then nothing else from our running backs. So even though Mike Davis still had the starting job this week, he didn't do anything. She didn't play Mike Evans. Sid, what are you doing? I know. I, I saw that, too. And I was actually – I didn't know why she didn't. I wasn't sure uh, there was a reason to not play Mike Evans. I feel like – was it a projections thing? Was the projections? Just she's just she's just being a slave to the projections. You can. Projections. Not smart. Don't, don't, don't we don't we agree playing, playing projections is better most likely? I don't know. I think the, the projections were just bad. I don't know why Mike Evans projected for ten and Leonard Fournette was projected for twelve. Yeah, that doesn't really make sense to me either. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I did notice that too though, and I was I was surprised. You know, it is what it is. So you know, Sid lost. This one it wouldn't have won her the game anyway. Yeah. It would have made it close. Uh, yeah. Travis Kelsey being out of power. Any thoughts on those teams, Stacey? Any uh, concerns about Sid? I mean, I think you played Sid last week, I think, right? Yeah. I, I did play Sid last week. Um, I don't know. She's – Sid could play tough. Uh, it really depends on the week. It depends on the matchups. So yeah. She could be a spoiler, too. I mean, spoiler. She's right in, she's right in the yes, thick of the playoff race. She's the currently sitting in the sixth seed. Yeah, she's uh, yeah. ahead of me, right? Oh, yeah, based off points, yeah. 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 So I think, yeah, it's definitely the competition right now, I think, for that sixth spot. Uh, it's going to get interesting. But, yeah, I totally agree. I feel like, you know, once again, it's it's just the Sid magic. You know, she's yeah. either 150 points and then 80 points, and that's just kind of the way it goes. Who's, uh, uh, who's her other quarterback? She dropped Cam she Newton. She had Cam Newton. She dropped him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, we were recommending her get any other quarterback or play Cam Newton in Dan Jones's place, but she's continued to play Dan Jones every well, week. Dan Jones on a bye this week, so she has to make a move. She might play Dan Jones again this week. I really you know. <laughs> Let's, you know, we'll wait and see on that. So we'll see what Sid does next this week in the quarterback, continued quarterback saga. Uh, number seven, down one spot. She's on the podcast. My mom. Um, mom, you lost to me this week. Doesn't that sting? It does stink. Yeah. It's painful, actually. I'm sure you, you were wanting that one. Like, if you could circle one matchup to win on the on the schedule, it would be mine. But um, 27 True. points from Josh Jacobs, 30 from Big Ben, 20 from Claypool, and it just wasn't enough. It wasn't. Yeah, it you, wasn't. Had a good week. you had a good week, but ultimately, my team is just a buzzsaw. What can I say? Your team is really good. It's That's annoyingly tough. good. But I think, uh, Stacey, you have the points on your bench to actually make this work, I think. Um, I think, well, my I have really good receivers, so it's tough to pick which ones each week. I mean, I wasn't going to play um, 
you know, Scantling, if I had, um, you know, Jacoby Myers or Claypool yeah. or, you know, Travis Fulgram did not do well this week. Yeah, it's tough. So that's that's what hurt me. That, that's a really tough call, too, because, I mean, you, you expect the Giants game to be an absolute blowout, and that just didn't right. really happen. Yeah, I don't think like, Travis Scantling is ever cracking the lineup here. So. Right. And now uh, Lazard, Lazard's coming back, so I think he'll get less. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Ultimately, you still need Austin Eckler to come back because um, DJ Dallas will not have that job very much longer, and he's not even very productive while he is in there. Yeah, I am definitely down a running back for sure. Is Austin Eckler gonna come back uh, soon? Is that is that on the cards? They expect week twelve, so we're in, we're in week eleven right now. So maybe That'd next be good week. Good timing. Now. That'd be really good timing. Yeah, yeah but you. You need to win this week, so we'll see, we'll see what you do. Well, you there. don't need to win this week. You need to win next week and the week after. Because if you go in six, seven six, yeah, but you don't want to take the loss this week when you. If you don't no, no, you to. don't. I'm just saying, like that's week week twelve is the last call to come back. I guess where it really can make a big difference. That's true. All right, moving on. Number six, up one spot. Peter. Uh, Peter had a pretty good week. One ten. Beat. I mean, never sweated it against Joe. Uh, big, big game from DeAndre Hopkins. He's a pretty good receiver, I've heard. He's okay. Um, yeah, good, pretty good performance from Adam Thielen. And then he got nothing from Drew Locke and still put up a solid, really good score because he had good performances from his kicker, his defense, and then solid performances from his tight end, J.D. McKissick. And that was good. And he survived a really good bye week for him. So good for Peter. That was, that That's a... That's a big he win. He put himself in a good spot. Yeah, That's he put himself win. in a really good spot. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, we'll see if Peter can make the playoffs. You know, maybe Nick did give him the players to do it. So we'll see what happens. Down one spot to number five. The slide continues for Austin. Three losses in a row now. After starting seven or now, um, I touched on it. This already, Drew Brees got hurt, um, and none of his players did well. So. Uh, things need to turn around quick for Austin. Austin also made some weird decisions. Why do you play Mike Williams and not DJ Moore? And would that have been enough points? No, it looks like it, he would have needed like one more point outside of that. Yeah, I mean, it was a tough week. I mean, Drew Brees, seven points. That's really unlucky. I mean, obviously, even Tannehill got 10. I think if you play, if you know, if you play Tannehill and DJ Moore, Austin wins. I mean, that's super unfortunate. Uh, if I'm Austin right now, I, I'm thinking trade or like waiver wire pickups. I think you got to start kind of building the team for the playoffs. I think Austin's definitely going to be there. So, but, but Austin had a pretty strong hold on the buy. It looked like, and now he's most likely not going to get a buy. Yeah, probably not. But I think that's okay. I think it's one of those things you kind of just got to start posturing your team to, uh, you know, win the playoff games. Like he's already in, so he can kind of, he can take, if he loses the next three games, like, not great. Well, I think he needs. He should get one more. Like he'll, he'll most likely get one more win. But even if he loses yeah. all three, he's probably still in on points uh, at a seven six. Well, I mean, he can't put up performances like this though. You know, I mean, multiple yeah, fifty know. point performances in the week. That's how you end up like Amog. <laughs> I think I think Oz has a few more a few more weeks before <laughs> before that comparison it really holds. Uh, I mean, like he's only up sixty points on Peter. You know, be, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, Austin will probably get one more win, and then he'll probably sixty be points on, like, 
Yeah, 60 points on Sid, 66 points on Peter. Um, 110 on, on you, Mom, so that's... You're really not going to win a lot of tiebreaker matchups here. No, I have a lot of ground to make up. Yeah. Yeah, All right. I think getting, getting an 8 and, and 5 would be ideal. Yeah, so Austin really needs to get this next win. All right, down one spot to number four, Eric. We, we touched on this as well. Uh, Eric with the lowest score of the week. Eric's still um, really high up on these rankings. I'm actually really surprised. Yeah, I mean, Austin and Eric kind of moving, moving down together. Um, only one per only one person really deserved to go up. Maybe Peter could have gone up in here. I mean, we'll see. Um, yeah, so Eric... Um, Ter uh, I mean, the Rams just shut down the Seahawks wide receivers. So, I mean, what are you going to do? That's Eric's entire team. And um, he was missing his Atlanta players. Chris, another fortunate week. Eric's yeah. had a very strong rise. But, I mean, I just realized his record's only 6-4. and four, And I, I feel like yeah. he – I mean, look, you could, you could go on a bad losing streak here. That could be it. I think I think yeah. I might play Eric later on, too. So, I could, once again, be playing spoiler. Playing spoiler. So, yeah, it's okay. If you you got to get to – Eric needs him to go – do you get to eight wins? Go two and one on the stretch. Don't put it in the tiebreaker's hands. Eric is doing pretty well in the tiebreaker. He's fourth in points in the league, so it's not panic time yet. But one more loss, he it could be panic time over in Seattle. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this person would deserve to move up up two spots. Number three, it's Nicole. Um, didn't even yeah, get the big Dalvin Cook. Didn't get the big Dalvin Cook week, but didn't need it because Tom Brady had a good week. Juju had a good week. Marvin Jones had a good week. And she survived a pretty good bite. Like she didn't have Amari Cooper this week. so Yeah, I think this was a really big week for Nicole uh, looking at her team. I think the fact that she can get the other points from someone else other than Dalvin Cook is a good sign for her team. And, I mean, you know, if Dalvin Cook got his 30 points this game, then, you know, Nicole might have been the top scorer. So, yeah, I Nicole 7-3, probably going to make the playoffs. I think she yeah, was one, one of the stronger teams going in, truthfully. Um, like my mom, she has a glaring hole in running the second running back spot. Yeah, but uh, if you have Dalvin Cook, is it really does it really matter who your RB two is ultimately? Like, I don't think so. If it's getting three points, that that could matter in these key matchups when you're facing the tougher teams in the league. I don't know. I I think if you're scoring over one ten, uh, then that puts you in a really good spot in the playoffs. Put you in a good spot, but you're gonna, you're gonna need to put to put up 120, 130 probably to win some of these matchups. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Stacey, you were talking about uh, Nicole's team. Yeah, I think it's it's she's uh has a very impressive team this year. Yeah, I think it's also a team that's like peaked at the right time. I I feel like a lot of these players have all kind of started to get you know get really good around now, and, and that's honestly really what counts. I mean. Uh, it doesn't matter how well you start off. I think it's really all about the team you kind of have going into the playoffs. And I think Nicole's team is a serious competitor. I would agree. That's that's why she's up here in the rankings. Um, moving on, number two, same spot I was in last week. It's me. You know, just number top score, top score of the league. Just another great performance for my team. Wait, but the rankings aren't done here. There's still another, isn't there still another spot I mean, for this? The person at number one, you know, I don't have the luck the person at number one does. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely fair, honestly. All right, just, I mean, we can talk about your team a little bit, but if you want to roll into number one, I'm fine with that, too. Oh, we just touched on it real quick. Um, solid performance from Lamar Jackson, great performance from Kamara. Okay performance from Henry. Uh, didn't really need too much. And then DeAndre Swift, you know, he's starting to peak at the right time. 
Yeah, great, great kicking performance from Ryan Suckup, you know. Underrated part of your team, you know, what you get from the kicker and the defense. Did you get, like, 15 points from him, Ryan? Yeah, I got 15 points. Way too many. I mean, personally, yeah, I, I think even... the kicker is one of the most un one of the most important parts of the team because it kind of gets you those last few points that can really put you over the line. And I didn't even play my best defensive option, so. Not going with the Rams. You played the Giants? Really? I had a better matchup. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what I do this week. You know, yeah, I'm I mean... probably going to... I could see myself carrying two defenses the rest of the way, depending if I need the roster spots, so. Yeah, it's probably a good call, honestly. It's good to have that flexibility, especially if you have two, like, decent defenses to swap between. Yeah, just mixing and matching. So, Ryan, how's it going to feel when you go to the playoffs and you lose by, like, one point, uh, and that one point could have been could have been picked up if you had you just drafted Aaron Rodgers round three? <laughs> hey, that, that might sting. Who knows? All right, cool. I just, want, I just wanted to put it out there, you know, because I'm, I'm calling it I'll, now. I'm holding I'm it, it now. <laughs> At this point, like I'm never gonna cut bait. Like I'm not ever gonna cut ties with Lamar Jackson. I'm just gonna wait until he, he's gotten 28 points once, and, or and he's got 27 another week. So eventually, he's just gonna have a really good week. His schedule gets much easier. So I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been scoring 25 points consistently like this entire time. You know, it's... I'm just holding out hope. You know, that by playoff time, he's old Lamar. I mean, his playoff schedule is at Cleveland, home Jacksonville, home for the Giants. Pretty favorable. Okay, pretty, I see. What, that's I pretty see, nice. I see, what you're doing. I see what you're doing here. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would sting. It would sting if, you know, I or obviously I can't play you in the playoffs, but if Aaron Rodgers outscored Lamar Jackson, I lose by one point. Maybe I'll drop Aaron Rodgers so someone else can pick him up and beat you with him. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. Can't we have fun that, here. We you, have fun here occasionally. We you need him in the BCI. Uh, yeah. And number one, same spot he was in last week, Chris. Uh, Chris didn't deserve his win, but here, here he is. Nine and one. Did Chris Probably get a lucky, he... a lucky win last week too? Am I misremembering? He played me last week, and I had my worst week so far. All right, so it was a lucky win last week too. Yeah. Hey, I'd rather be lucky than good. I say that every, I say that all the time. <laughs> Chris team's not terrible. Like, I mean, he, Calvin Ridley was on by this week, so. No, Chris's team is good. I think he just had a, he's had a few off weeks, but he's benefited from not playing higher scoring teams. And you know what? That counts. Wow, I mean, his team, he got three people who got two points. Four people who got two points. Where did yeah. he get points? His Justin kicker. Herbert, Nick Chubb, his kicker. Devontae Adams had a touchdown. Wow. I really want to see what happens to Devontae Adams later in the season. Like, why don't, why doesn't every team just, like, double team? And, like, Well, so that's what I think is interesting is that Devontae Adams consistently gets, like, 20 points as wide receiver and... Or more, honestly. He usually gets... He does really well. And I'm surprised he doesn't get covered just all the time. Yeah, I would just, like, beg the Packers. Be like, all right, Mark, have throw to Marcus Valdez scantling and Alan Lazard and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. I mean, maybe maybe this is one of those things, like, Adam's going to catch the ball no matter what. Maybe you just want to kind of stop the other other people who could catch the ball. <laughs> it's probably easier. Uh, but yeah, so Chris has a pretty clear shot at a bye now, especially with Austin falling down so yeah, yeah. it's pretty exciting stuff well i mean you'd rather you'd rather be you'd rather have a buy than not yeah you definitely would uh i think that leads us into matchups where we can talk a little bit about uh how some of these games are going to affect the playoff schedule and affect who's going to get bye weeks and whatnot of course and um let's start with the week 10 recap um i went four and three on the r rankings and so did richard because richard was a coward and picked the same teams as me smart. that was smart though yep um i'm still 
three games back behind the guest in the season long standings. Nick with a abysmal two and five last week. Really, two and uh, five? Yeah, you know, 27. I didn't pick the upsets. I didn't pick the upsets last week. Yeah, let's see. You picked Eric over Chris. Yeah. So you lost that. You picked your my mom over me, and you lost that one. Oh yeah. And then you didn't pick the upsets, and um, Nicole or we picked the upset Sid versus Nicole, but you didn't pick up Melissa. No, you didn't pick yourself you know, over Kevin. Yeah, maybe. And you didn't pick Al Mug over Austin. Yeah, I didn't yeah. pick the underdogs. Yeah. That was my. That, you picked yeah, the wrong underdogs. Me. Yeah, I did pick the wrong. I did like the reverse, and everyone I should have done. Yeah. Impressive in so, its own yeah. right. So anyway. you were, you fell to twenty seven and thirty six on the season. <laughs> very impressive performance. That's so bad, honestly. That's almost good. <laughs> how bad it is, truthfully. Yeah. All right. The week eleven matchups. We'll start with the matchup of the week with a key playoff matchup: Peter versus Sid. Um, and Peter is catching Sid on the on a good week, um, because she's not going to have Stefan Diggs, she's not going to have Daniel Jones, she's not going to have Brandon Ayuk, or the Bears defense. So she has a lot of bi- she has a lot of bye week things to figure out. We'll see what she does. Peter's back at full strength. Currently projected for a sixty point win, but you can't really count that because Sid has four players out. I will be picking Peter. However, I'm going to pick Peter. And I pick Peter. Good call. Yeah. I think that's a pretty safe surprise. Yeah. All right, another good, good, good matchup. Me versus Nicole. Um, let's see, see what we're doing here. Currently, I'm projected for a 113 to 93 victory. Nicole has. Let's see what she does with her second running back position because Travis Homer probably not a great play this week. She has currently has Frank Gore and then some Ravens running back. So we'll see which one she picks. Mari Cooper coming back. She'll plug him back into the lineup for a couple more points in her projections as well. And I have to find a defense to play. Um, I'm going to pick myself. I'm going to pick Nicole. Not surprised. Um, I'll pick you, Ryan, unfortunately. But I think you have a very strong team. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I think think this is Nicole's week. And I think um, this is is like a playoff preview, honestly, in my mind. Yeah, it is. Well, we probably preview. Could, could be a semifinals matchup, maybe. It really could be. So, yeah. I mean, this is also an important matchup for you know getting bye weeks. I feel like. I mean, we kind of feel like Chris is probably a lock, and then yeah, you know, you're probably competing well, with Nicole for for another that bye week yeah. too. And the thing is, Nicole would need to get ahead of me because like I'm gonna win any tiebreaker at this point. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I currently have a 120 point point lead on the league. Like over that, that, that's how high you are against the person who's number two. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it's like I've played one extra week compared to you guys. Um, week matchup number three: Richard versus Joe. Um, a battle for the bottom of the standings. Um, Joe's completely checked out. It seems he loses his San Francisco players, which he has multiple for some reason. Um, I don't know what Joe's going to do. He's probably going to have to make some more changes to his team. He's going to end up playing a lot of Patriots. It looks like, which is <laughs> never, which is not a good idea. Um, Patriots. I'm gonna pick Richard. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Richard too. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Richard. Yeah, yeah. not a surprise. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just makes sense. All right, another not so interesting matchup in my mind: Kevin versus Melissa. Um, we'll see if C- Melissa gets Chris Carson back. We'll see if Mo- and Melissa's finally gonna play a kicker this week. So that's good. That's a good start. Um, once you're put, actually. That put her at a hundred, hundred, 
the projections are actually going to be very close. Maybe actually slightly Melissa foot, Melissa favored because Kevin doesn't have Josh Allen this week. So that's really interesting. I mean, do I think the downward slide continues for Kevin? I don't know. I have to believe Kevin wins this one. Not a great matchup for James Robinson. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pick Kevin. I'm going to pick Melissa. I pick you Melissa. Just, you said um, you think Kevin's going to win this one, though. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things that's tough. I feel like I, I picked uh, I picked against Melissa last week, and I feel like I should, you know, I was rooting for Kevin last week. I feel like I should pick Melissa this week. It just seems just seems more fair. You know, I got to okay. balance out uh, who, I'm, who I'm picking. All right. Eric is playing my mom. Uh, let's see. Mom, how you doing? How's your team doing here this week? I, I've, I haven't decided yet, so. I have not decided. Currently... Your roster is Big Ben Roethlisberger, Josh Jacobs, P. Ryan, Chase Claypool, Jacoby Myers, Travis Fulgham. Um, no key bye weeks, it looks like. Versus Eric, who's back at full strength. And a great matchup for the Seattle Seahawks on Thursday Night Football as they play the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I will be picking Eric. This is really tough, honestly. Um, yeah, I I feel like I'm gonna probably have to pick Eric too. I, I think it's you never know, never know. But yeah, I'm probably gonna pick Eric. Yeah. I'm gonna pick myself. That's smart. Yeah, Good call. that's respectable, strong. And people who don't who come on here, don't pick yourself. You know, shame on you. Yeah, I never believe pick myself. You're, believe you're gonna win. Well, let's see if you pick yourself this week, Nick. Um, you're playing Almog. <laughs> uh, you know he's beating currently me yeah currently beating you in the projections which yeah. is shocking yeah well what? somehow malcolm brown had a 20 point week but now he's down to a six point projection so i don't know someone can explain that to me um tough matchup against tampa bay and um the rams running back stuff to figure out they, they run a three three man monster it looks like coming off the bye week they they all split carries pretty evenly malcolm brown just happened to get in the end zone twice yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Allbog. I think I think I mean it's oh definitely more interesting. To, it's definitely more interesting for me if Allbog wins. It's true, uh... but I guess there's no world where all, where Allbog would would make it to the playoffs because he wouldn't be able to win on points on a points tie. Some bizarre world. It's it is not outside of possibility. Yeah, it's not impossible. It's gonna be tough. Be, yeah, it'd be really tough. Come on, Alba, you got this one. Uh, well, I'm gonna pick Nick. You know. Wait, really? Yeah, why not? Even with lower projections. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna pick Nick too. Hell yeah. There you go. Well, I'm embarrassed. It's I just took myself now. It's also just good, you know, to have some variety in the picks, Nick. You know. Yeah, that's what I do. You know, so it's kind of, it would be it would be very boring if I just always picked the projected projected points. Exactly. Austin versus Chris, the final matchup. Uh, could mean a lot for the bye, but going to be tough for, tough for Austin. Wait, Ryan, did Austin. you declare a matchup of the week? Yeah, Peter versus Sid. Oh, yeah, sorry. It was at the top. Yeah. Um, currently, Austin's got a lot of work to do on his roster with no Drew, no Drew Brees, no Jimmy Graham this week. Ellie's and then, back. Um, That's helpful. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to plug Zeke in. He's probably going to plug DJ Moore in. 
Tannehill so in his QB now? I mean, is another nine points. Yeah, Tannehill will go in. Fifteen points there. So, and then he needs to pick up a tight end. So we'll see what he does there. So we could probably add thirty points to his projections. Maybe thirty-two. Puts him pretty close to Chris. Um, let's see Chris's matchups this week. Chubb against Philly. He's gonna play Devonte Booker. I guess he has to. Yikes. Um, Calvin Ridley's back. Devonte Adams. Somewhat tough matchup. I. You know what? Screw it. I said Chris's luck runs out. I'm picking Austin. I was also gonna pick. I was also gonna pick Austin. You can't. All right. Well, fine. I wanted to pick Austin too anyway because I. I do think this is kind of gonna be the week where, uh, as Ryan said, Chris's luck does finally run out. I'm gonna pick Chris. All right. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely, I think, one of... If you had to look at all the games that are interesting for playoff implications, this is definitely one of them for a bye week. Uh, Me versus Nicole, Peter versus Sid, yeah. and then Eric versus my mom. Yeah, those definitely have the most on the line. So if you are one of those matchups, double-check everything. You know, make sure it's locked down because yeah. there's going to be implications. Make your waiver claims, you know, pick through the free agent pools. Make sure, you, make sure you're playing a... a a good player in every position. Yeah. Uh, well, awesome. That's really exciting. And now we can go on to uh, everyone's favorite segment, the sound off. Why? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah and, this. and this week, I'm actually happy to report we actually do have a sound off clip submitted by Chris. Thank you so much. Um, I actually haven't listened to the whole thing yet, but That's I great. think this is a very much a direct response to Richard's complaints about Kenyon Drake from the last podcast. So we're all going to have a listen here. All right, let's hear it. All right. Hey, Plebeians, Fans Football Pod. This is Chris calling in from his basement in Cambridge. Longtime listener, first-time caller. Love the show. Just happy to be here. Anyways, got to really rant about Richard's rant from last week. He went on blaming his bad luck and bad season and all of his woes on Kenyon Drake not living up to expectations. And yeah, I'll give Richard credit. He did all the research before the season. All the signs were in place. Arizona offense should have been better. He should have been scoring. Kenyon Drake was in line for the opportunity. Not a lot of competition behind him. He just didn't put the points on the board. That's all true. But you know who did put the points on the board? Kyler Murray. And you know which team has Kyler Murray? Richard. So Richard's still getting the points. Wow. If you look at Kyler Murray's stat line this year, he's already at as many rushing yards as he had through the entire prior season. He's already at eight rushing TDs compared to four all of last year. So at this pace, he would have been at two rushing TDs and 250 rushing yards. So he's got six extra rushing TDs and 250 extra rushing yards. And you take those and you push them to the running back. And Kenyon Drake is living up to expectations and Kyler Murray's living up to expectations. So Richard's getting the same total output out of his two Cardinals that he expected. It's just coming at a different position. So no. Kenyon Drake isn't the reason Richard's team's bad, because if Kenyon Drake was doing good, Kyler Murray wouldn't be on this historic pace. Richard's had other issues, and that's schedule karma. And you just can't mess with the fantasy football gods and get away with it. Ciao. Wow. That Ciao. was a uh, that was a really well well reasoned rant, honestly, and I don't think it's something we brought yeah. up. I think it's I think it's he brings up fair points. Um Look, yeah, I mean it, it is all true, honestly. I mean, I wonder what Richard would say to that. I mean... Maybe he'll send a, a competing sound off. Yeah, maybe he will. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Stacey, do you have any thoughts about that? 
I I think that was very well played by Chris. Yeah, I have a hard time even like really uh, responding to it because I don't really disagree with any of it. It actually makes a lot of sense to me that Richard's just losing points from Kyler Murray, who he also has on his team. I, I think, I guess the simple answer then, as Chris says, is just bad schedule luck, and you can't really beat that. Yeah, I think you just had a lot of like boomer bust players just not boom at the right time. Yeah, that's you know? definitely true. And maybe also you may maybe, maybe a trade Kenyon Drake or earlier when you kind of see where things are going. I know it's tough. It's it's a really it's a really tough call, honestly. Yeah, Joe Mixon's been hurt, so yeah, hard to predict these things. Well, that was in the sound off section. I hope everyone enjoyed it. And if you want to do it again next week, you should. You know, if you're listening right now, you should send in a sound off. Uh, Chris did it. I literally asked him to in the chat, and he just did it right then and there and sent it to me. It's that simple. So, yeah, let, let, let's keep this momentum going. Let's have another one next week as well. Uh, I think that about wraps up the pod. Stacey, before we sign off, is there anything you want to plug or mention to the league? Uh, I thank you for uh, keeping this league going. It's, it's getting me through COVID. So Sundays are exciting because of the league. Awesome. That's so great to hear. Yeah, I think a lot yeah. of people feel the same. I know for me, it's a motivating factor. And, uh, you know, it's keeping me going as well. So that's awesome. Um, all right. Well, everyone, thanks so much for listening. Please like, rate, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.